I don't believe that we should ever have the good money again before we take the thing out of the hands of government. Welcome, everyone. We're Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, and the pleb sites. That's right. Got it right today. First time joining us. Return multiple return guest, the founder of Swan Bitcoin. I'm talking about Corey Clipston is in the house. We are diving into the numbers, though. Let's do it, people. Brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference celebration hosted in Miami Beach, Florida. Guys, it's next week. Get your tickets now before the price goes up. Speaker list includes President Naim Bukele of El Salvador, Michael Saylor, Saifedean, Adam Back, Jack Mahler, Sender, Cynthia Lummis, Dr. Jordan Peterson, and many, many more awesome speakers. Phil and I are going to be on a panel as well. We're going to be on the Mematic Warfare with Greg Zags. It's going to be absolutely awesome. And good news, you can take advantage of the link down below to get 10% off your tickets to the largest Bitcoin celebration ever, Bitcoin 2022. At the time of this recording, the block height is 729,735. The Bitcoin price, 47,080. Chain rewrite days, 741 total. Public lightning capacity, a new all-time high, 3,620.60. Moscow time, 21.23 blocks to the happening, 110,265. And the Samurai Whirlpool, unspent capacity. Samurai Whirlpool is a coin joiner collaborative spend service. It is not a mixing service. And the unspent capacity is 4,484.68. Nico, the numbers. The numbers, bro. Looking good. So... I got put in a very uncomfortable position, but because Corey is coming on the show, it's perfect to speculate on it. Someone asked, we usually don't cover things unless they're confirmed, which is why we completely skipped over the whole Honduras, you know, speculation. Um, But again, it looks like the rumor mill is, you know, warming up. People wanted us to cover it. So I did just that again. I'm not even going to put this in the thumbnail, even though it would do very. It would be a very good video. Uh, so I'm just going to cover it. Okay, there's a rumor right now, right, that Apple is going to get into Bitcoin or do something with Bitcoin. I, I, this is I call BS. I think people are bored. Uh, but anyways, why do people think this? Let me show you why. So first, I'm going to start with this video. Do, do you own crypto and any Bitcoin or Ethereum? Would you play around with this? I, I do. Yeah, I think it's reasonable to own it as a as a part of a diversified portfolio. And I'm not giving anybody uh, investment advice, by the way. <laughs> OK, so that's the first. Um, then, uh, you know, you have Jack Mahler's tweeting this stuff. He Chase has an Apple hat. And then again, he tweeted and the video starts with, you know, Steve Jobs, Apple logo. So again, uh, a lot of fucking noise, but, you know, the plebs want us to cover this, so we shall cover this. Uh, Corey, this is perfect for you because, you know, you have experience working for one of these big tech companies. Uh, What is the probability that this is true? Uh, My personal opinion, I think this is bullshit. Well, what's, what's the this? What do you think this is? Uh, I don't know, dude. Is is Apple getting into Bitcoin? Because I know that they were very hostile. I know they banned Bitcoin wallets at one point, you know, back in the day. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to I think mean, of this. There's there's obviously dozens of Bitcoin and crypto wallets that are apps in the Apple store. So that's not a big deal. Uh, you can use Apple Pay to fund Bitcoin purchases using Wire, which is plugged into like thousands of websites. So if another company plugs into the same thing that wires had for years like that's cool that's awesome that program exists you can do that we could turn on apple pay purchases for swan if we wanted to um just a matter of like whether you want to deal with their fees and stuff so i don't know i mean see if there's news i don't know phil what what do you feel about this uh hey dude i I didn't even want to cover this we were this was requested Okay, so I'm going to go with a completely outlandish random take that'll make no sense. Um, the Waz loves the corn. Like, what, like uh, what, what's it called? Like, the, the Waz always talks about, uh, about Bitcoin. But I do know that he has shilled uh, shitcoin in the past. Um, but he does know that Bitcoin is king. And even though that has nothing to do with Apple, I think Tim Cook sometimes talks to the Waz. So, anyways... 
Maybe. You know? <laughs> this is bullshit. Okay, so more serious question. Corey, what are the implications? Uh, let's say, you know, what would happen? Uh, what would, would, it, would Bitcoin gain more legitimacy in the eyes of the big players if this would happen? Again, I, I don't know what this is. I, I haven't even heard anything suggested that's I, not I, already. I existing, don't know what this is either, is man. Like, <laughs> you can use Apple Please. Pay to buy Bitcoin already. So if that, if again, if that happens more, cool. That's great. Uh, I mean, if they did something with their balance sheet, that would be dope. But you know, this is. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to speculate on it. I don't really care. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well. Anyways, there, there. We we told. Wasn't there supposed to be some massive announcement like Monday or Tuesday? Like all weekend, people were saying there was some massive announcement coming. I haven't seen shit. This is why we don't cover this stuff. But this was requested by like two or three people, and I'm like, oh, Corey's coming on the show. Might ask him. This is this is our last show before the break. You know. So yes. Anyways. There you well, go, guys. Obviously, between now and your next show, something absolutely incredible, like an announcement about an announcement about an announcement, will have dropped. Yeah, and there you uh, go. and you can cover it when you come back. So we could either be <laughs> extremely right, and we could say we were first to it, or we'll just pretend like we never said anything. But anyways, yeah. Phil, it's time for it. The Daily Fail, brought to you by Amber App. Check them out, Amber App. It is the best place to stack Sats and App by actual Bitcoiners. Fair spreads, low fees, smart automation. The link is down below. Umber, the smart way stack sets. Okay, this original tweet was shared by Nico in our Telegram group. And we are going to dive into this shitcoin wreckness before we dive into something which I think is going to piss everyone off thoroughly. I, I know that I had a hard time reading through it. Anyways, let's dive into this. A tweet by Hodlnot. Nothing to see here, just 600 million of shitcoin wreckness. That's right. Ronin Network. Let's dive into this story very quickly here. Ronin validators compromised. Ah, decentralization at work, I see. The Ronin Bridge has been exploited for 173,600 ETH and 25.5 million USDC, which at the time of the writing was approximately $600 million. Ronin Chain currently consists of nine validator nodes. In order to recognize a deposit, even or a withdrawal event, five out of the nine validator signatures are needed. The attacker managed to get control over Sky Mavis's four Ronin validators and the third-party validator run by Axideo. The validator key scheme is set up to be decentralized. That didn't sound decentralized at all. Anyways, but the attacker found a backdoor through our gas-free RPC node, which they abused to get the signature for the Axie Deo validator. The Axie Deo, the Axie Deo allow listed Sky Mavis to sign various transactions on its behalf. This was discontinued in December 2021, but the allow list access was not revoked. That's not good. That means somebody had to manually go in there and revoke that list. I don't know. That doesn't sound good. Anyways, once the attacker got access to Sky Mavis systems, they were able to get the signature from the Axie Deo validator. Nice. They didn't actually even have to attack the shitcoin itself. They just had to go through a third-party validator. Now, why was the validator threshold only five? Originally, Sky Mavis chose the five out of nine threshold as some nodes didn't catch up with the chain or were stuck in sinking states. Moving forward, the threshold will be eight out of nine. I'm sure that's going to stop it. Three more definitely stops this. I can see Corey knows I'm right. Three more stops this. We will be expanding the validator set over time on an expedited timeline. Just going to keep adding validators. That's all. That was our first fail. Now, look, did any of that sound decentralized? And why is there a centralized entity explaining how this is going to roll out and how they can add validators whenever they want? This just sounds like complete hocus pocus. And again, what we've said time and time before, your money should not be here. The rug pool is the use case. Corey, before we move to the next fail, do you have any comments Man, on this garbage? Well, I'm trying to figure out whether I liked uh, the company that owns the whole thing having four of the nine validators. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I liked that better or 
you being such a Bitcoiner that you pronounce the acronym D-A-O, D-A-O. I, I think I'm like, both of those things are so amazing and just so, so perfect for the story. So that's what I have to say about that. Uh, Phil, I, I think we should rename this part of the show to uh, guests won't come back on part time of the show because... Every time, dude, I just, I'm looking at the guests and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And then the expressions, the shrug, the what am I, why the fuck did I agree to this? Oh God. I just come, I just come here to hang out with you guys. If you hit record, that's fine. <laughs> but this is how, this is how we hang out, right? Oh, we just man. make sure we do this every couple months. All right. All right, Phil. So, um, I, I'm scared. What is the next fail? But wait, there's more. Okay. <laughs> So everybody remembers before we share the screen. Before we share the screen, y- yesterday we were we were talking about uh, Chris Chris Larson or whatever his name is there from uh, um, from Eggs RP. But now coming to the U.S., there's a lot of smart entrepreneurs who now are uh, you know creating renewable energy mining. But I'm sorry, there's no such thing as green mining because it's not necessary. They should be changing just like Ethereum did. And by the way, now I think you know, the founder of Zcash also announced they're switching from proof of work to a different low energy uh, protocol. Hats off to them too. But uh, the Bitcoin folks need to make the switch as well. It's unconscionable that right today, uh, you're gobbling up on the order of 70, and depending on the price, because it's correlated price, 70 to 140 trillion watt hours of energy. Look, if all of that was green energy, that's not good because that green energy should be used for green steel making, green aluminum, uh, green concrete, um, agricultural usage, direct air capture, green hydrogen, you name it. I mean, there are just so many uh, battles that are being waged in this war and that green energy needs to go elsewhere. A big part of, of getting carbon neutral is don't use energy where you don't need it. And you don't need it uh, to confirm the state of uh, blockchains. You just don't need it. So make the damn code change. Um, and I tell you, I, I just don't think it's going to happen voluntarily. And that whole nonsense attack on Bitcoin, trying to create a Bitcoin proof of stake. Listen, never underestimate the shitcoiners. Never underestimate the shitcoiners and their resources. Why do I say this? Let's say hello to Bitcoin piece of shit protocol. Here we go. This is just a random tweet here. Uh, Juice Van Alden. Bitcoin replaces banks. Ripple needs banks. That's all you need to know about change the code. Indeed, this is true. This is followed up by a tweet from K underscore Sebastian BTC POS. And this is what got me right here. I thought it was a joke, but here it is. Five million wasted. That's right, guys. What you are looking at right here as we scroll up is, boom, Bitcoin proof of stake. (laughs) Okay. And the best part about it, the best part about it, before we take a look at this white paper, that's right. I'm going to make everyone suffer just a little bit more. (laughs) Let's, let's take a look here. What they say. So Bitcoin proof of stake takes everything you know and love about Bitcoin and makes it faster. More rewarding and ready for real-life digital currency payments. I'm pretty sure what they just did is take everything we know and love about Bitcoin and make it fucking worse. I'm pretty sure that's what just just happened. Okay, let's just take a look at this white paper very quick. I'm not going to make it. Wait, hold on. I love how they copied the text in the front. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. When I first saw this, I was like, wait a second. Did they just put their names and left the original Bitcoin white paper? (laughs) It looks like it. Because let's face it, I mean, they probably came up with this last night. Um, Anyways, okay, let's dive into it. Unfortunately, I could not highlight anything in this. It it wouldn't let me, but that's okay. That's that's going to help everybody here. Okay, because we don't have to we don't have to dive into the great details, but we do have to take a look at what they start off with. The first thing that they do. Okay, the first thing this shitcoin does, and I couldn't figure out who the team was behind this shitcoin. I don't even think it makes a difference. It's completely irrelevant. They're not listed on their site. Okay, the first thing they start off with is discrediting bitcoin the problem of bitcoin centralization i I, i'm not even going to go into that we have shown time and time again between the validator nodes and the mining pools and how the mining pools don't actually own the individual miners this is all nonsense okay the next piece of this which i think is absolutely hilarious is bitcoin proof of work creates dependency on electricity i mean do these people not realize that they're actually using uh either a smartphone or a computer to power their shit coins? Do they not realize that this, all of this uses electricity? Uh, anyways, I, I just, I, I can't even believe this. And this, this is my favorite part. This is how you know they just went and dug up a whole bunch of old FUD to create this shit coin to pump some bag. Bitcoin proof of work mining hardware centralization. Remember Nico, when we were talking about this this morning? I mean, to, okay. be, to be fair, 
There's some no, no, truth but hold on, hold on. Look at what they're referring to before before you you comment on this, okay? They're referring to the 2019 54% of Bitcoin's total hash rate being in Sichuan's province of China. This is what they're referring to in this. But I'm sorry, go go on with what you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I think that hash rate has definitely improved. I think it's going to continue to centralize. But in terms of, of mining manufacturing, um, you know, I know Intel stepped in the game. I know Blockstream acquired Spadoodles, I think is the name of the company. I know Jack Dorsey is trying to do, trying to get into the ASIC manufacturing, but I think it is a problem that the majority of ASICs are manufactured in a country that is hostile towards Bitcoin. I would like to, I'd like for that to change, and I think it is going to change. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the only part, right? That is, there's an ounce of truth. Um, but other than that, I mean, dude, like, it's just another shit coin trying to get you to part way from your Bitcoin, and it dresses up. So and- look. Guys, yeah. I, I've done some digging. I dusted off my, my reporter skills. I've, I've actually got a notepad over here. I've done some scribbling. I've done some basic math. Uh, first off, this is in the news now because of that scam artist out in San Francisco, uh, Mr. Larson. Larceny, I think, is his full name. Um, but um, it turns out that Bitcoin proof of stake is a Bitcoin piece of shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, it anyway, was, yeah. whatever. Anyway, Bitcoin POS uh, has actually been around since 2019 and actually had a had a pump in uh, in the the summer of 2019 up to 187 dollars a coin. It's now 11 cents a coin, so it, it clearly is a better form of decentralized peer to peer payments. But nevertheless, the world has stood by and watched. A, uh, a decrease in the value of, of the, the new revelation, Bitcoin POS, of 99.994% in less than three years. Like, what an opportunity, you guys. Somebody call Richard Hart and have him send some direct mail out. I mean, he should be marketing this to boomers, you know, living on pensions all over the country at this point. It's clearly undervalued. There's a lot of pump in this thing. Uh, sounds like the future of finance. I think so. Yes. The future of money, the future. Why not the future of money and the future of finance? Both. So, but wait, but oh, wait, there's more. There's yeah, more. Oh, there's wow. More okay. this thing. Hold on. There's more to this thing because the next step in this is Bitcoin proof of work. Centralization paves the way for the 51% attack. And this is by far my favorite chart. They go and they choose the mining pools and they make I, don't, these... I don't think, by the way, I don't think that's yeah. current. No, no, it's not current. It's ancient. This is my point. They've, they've gone and they've taken two-year-old data and shown it as, they, they haven't updated any of it. And they've left this old data and simply just recycled this information to be relevant again. It's very scary. And it, it really reminds me of, it's funny, that, it's funny that Corey mentioned what he mentioned about 2019, because I remember when there were first, when there was chatter about, quote unquote, lightning on Bitcoin, the shitcoiners immediately took advantage of that and created Bitcoin Lightning, which was just some shit fork that had nothing to actually do with Lightning. Now, again, I'm not equating Lightning to Bitcoin POS, but what I'm saying is never underestimate the shitcoiners. Okay, where, never where do the shitcoiners live? Like the the shitcoiners. <laughs> like I know it's like one group. Like is it is it like a like a hacker house for horrible people, like, you know, two blocks up off the Sunset Strip in L.A. Or like, where where are the shit coiners? Maybe under a bridge. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yo, what's up? You guys are talking about me. What, what's going on over there? Wait, we have Nico the shit coiner joining uh, us on our segment on, now. Hold on. I'm, hold on. What's up? <laughs> have you heard of Bitcoin POS? Yeah. Tell me what about I, your bags, Nico. What I want to know about the Bitcoin POS people is like how many of them live in the room? Like, I think they have roommates that aren't like people living in the same house in separate rooms. I feel like they actually probably live in the same room. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting like same room roommate vibes, like bunk beds or like single beds on the side on both sides of the room kind of vibes. But it's really strange, right? You know, we, we have all of this. We have all of this news. Right. Like all all leading up to this, the ESG narrative, the FUD, Chris Larson, all of this. And now all of a sudden, look, we're back. We've got a coin for you. It's just so convenient and so cringe. 
<laughs> Anyways. Are you making fun of my sleeping accommodations? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there. <laughs> I, I have, well, now I'm uh, getting like Chiang Mai hostel vibes. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, uh, have you heard of my pillow token? Is it backed by proof of sleep? No, it's backed by Mike Lindell. Oh, okay. It's, it's the perfect pillow. Perfect it's more legit, pillow. though. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, dude. But, I mean, I hate the... Wait, I have to switch or people are not going to take me seriously. I mean, they don't really take us that seriously now anyways. Um, but, dude, okay. So, um, I, I hate that they use the pool thing, bro, because I think that a lot of people, especially if you don't understand what you're looking at, you look at, like... Right now, it's like, what, five, six, seven pools? But that doesn't mean that those pools own that hash rate. People are just choosing to mine with those pools to get stability of revenue. That's it. That's it, right? Um, as soon as one of those pools start acting maliciously, people will just switch, right? So, yeah, man. But, uh, uh, dude, these shitcoiners will do anything and everything, including stab Bitcoin in the back if it means enriching themselves. And it's fucking disgusting. But anyways, Phil, it's time for it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. It's stories, articles, comics, pure pleb signal in this zine. Every volume has different artwork. This is the volume for volume 10. Volume 11 just dropped as well. But get your copy quickly because there's only a thousand physical copies made per volume. Get your print of Citadel 21 today before they run out. All right, everybody, welcome to the meme review where we review memes because it's a meme review. The first meme is by Corey. There's Bitcoin. <laughs> and then there's crypto. This is so good. <laughs> this is so good. Right here, Bitcoin POS. That's, that's, that is very oh my good. God. I did not actually create this. I jacked it from somewhere, but don't, I couldn't don't figure we out all. who created we, it. We, we all used the template, Corey. It was don't, awesome. Don't it's we so all. good, though. It's, it's so, so good. funny. <laughs> Next one by Clown World. Uh, see, uh, shout out Ben. Oh, it was another Ben. Mm. Okay. Is it a Ben? No, it's not. I forget his name. Wait, I think ben he number. is a Ben. Is he a Ben? Fucking A. Okay. Seven is of it, them. <laughs> is it is it raining? I don't know. I'm not a meteor. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. I get it. I get it. That's funny. God damn it, Phil. Bitcoin memes, bro. Okay. Uh, I know, but they're so funny. And they, Bitcoin memes. Bitcoin. Bitcoin memes. It was okay. a Bitcoiner who sent it. Oh, okay. User privacy. <laughs> Wasabi. IRS. CIA. Okay. Absolutely hilarious. Moving on to the next one. Uh, by Ghost of What Limbo. Okay. Has there ever in the existence of humanity been something so good for humanity that has been so misunderstood and attacked? I really don't think so. Um, I, it, this is hilarious. It's like the family guy, God one. Uh, oh my God, you finally gave them sound money. How's it going? Well, some idiots think it's wasting energy. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, Jesus, Phil. Okay. Keep your shit coins out of my effing feed. Keep your shit coins out of my effing feed. Funny, funny. Okay. Um, oh, okay. This is uh, this is part of the Ben. Okay. I think Tucson. Yeah. What do you want to say? We have to review this video. This is totally legit. It's allowed. And it's fantastic that we have Corey on here because Corey can weigh in on the Bens. Now, I've expressed that here we, we, are, we are Ben supporters. I know I'm putting words in Nico's mouth. I'm just saying I'm a Ben supporter. Bit of Ben maximalism going on here. So let's, let's dive into this, uh, this uh, public service announcement uh, paid for by Tucson and Ski. Too many bends. The opponents of Bitcoin have been successful in diverting all of your attention toward things like ESG regulation, China, and other silly things when the real threat is glaringly obvious. The Council of Bends is in the midst of an attempted 51% <laughs> attack on the male names in the space. Oh, there's just way too many bends in Bitcoin. It's far, far, far too many. They've got a whole council. They've got this uh, giant subversive element. They're trying to 51% attack the male names in Bitcoin. Um, and I think, it's a, I think it's a big problem. I don't like any of them. I don't like, especially Ben the Carmen and uh, Kiwi Hoddle. I don't like them at all. And I think that a lot of people are not aware of uh, how big of a problem it is. They have a long history of using devious tactics to insert their members in positions of influence and should not be trusted. Do your part to reject this attack. I don't know what they have planned for Miami, but I'm certain it is not good. Skeef. Five Bens speaking at the Bitcoin conference. And we here at Simply Bitcoin, we support the Bens. Okay? We look, are we look are at my look at my fucking face, Phil. I knew what was gonna come because of that. 
avid Ben supporters. That's right. Okay. Ooh, that sounds like some Big Brother double speak right there. Feel. I also strongly regret having six Bens in the Bitcoin 2022 programming. But these days, uh, most of my energy goes into being an anti-Ben activist. Oh God. Okay. Um, Corey, welcome, awesome. to, welcome to Simply Bitcoin. Um, okay. Uh, for that, uh, I'm going to give it, apparently these are rare now, um, is a Raspberry Pi 4. Apparently you can't buy these on Amazon and Phil keeps urging me to sell it. Phil. I sold two of mine. Proudly. Still a five. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So for the scores, we are going with, we were, you know what? I got the second t-shirt. This is actually my t-shirt. Yesterday, I showed Nico's. Today, I'm showing mine. These are from Neil Jacobs, FOMO21.com. Check it out. That's right. All the models are destroyed. Good stuff. That's my score. Corey, what would you give those memes? All of them broadly, like as a collective. Whatever yeah, you'd I'll, like, actually. Or you could do whatever you want. I really. could do whatever I want. All right, so what do I have here? So low score is a tungsten cube. We talked about this. This isn't news to you. This is just for your viewers. A medium score is a swan keychain. This is the keys to the new studio in Malibu where Brecky and Mike and Andy and the whole crew will be shooting shows starting next month. And then the high score is this masterpiece from my, my youngest daughter. It's like a penguin or a monster or something. I don't know what's going on with that thing. Okay. So uh, broadly overall, honestly, the memes were pretty good. I'm going to give it like a, a medium high. So like halfway between the keychain and the penguin monster thing. Pretty good. Some solid stuff in there. Solid scores. He solid scores. scores. Yeah. Yeah. That was We've pretty good. We've never had two scores. We've never had yeah. two scores. I, I was yeah, trying to visually represent, you know, in between like a two and a half. That's what I was trying to go for. So Corey, I have, you know, the moment of truth. This is what everyone's been waiting for. How do you feel about the, the Benz Corey clips of Swan? You know, I, I caught just enough of this one to actually know what's going on. Cause I actually didn't know at all what was going on with banana bread. Like I still have no idea. Nobody will tell me. I no one does Got about it until now, but there was banana know. bread like four months ago and I totally missed it. I don't even know where I was that afternoon. I mean, not like me to miss an afternoon on Bitcoin Twitter, but I missed that afternoon. Um, but yeah, I'm all over the bends and, uh, you know, I actually wasn't aware until recently that there were other bends, uh, besides Carmen and, and, uh, and sessions, um, been parent, but, uh, this is troubling. It really, <laughs> the, the, the multiplication, the speed with which they're minting new bends in the Bitcoin space at smacks of rehypothecation. I think that it's very possible that BlockFi is involved here. Um, and we should really probably take a look about this. Uh, yeah, it, it's concerning. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit concerning. Oh. Yeah. See, see, Phil, see what you did taking a So position. look, I just want to point out the anti-Ben movement is is getting paid ads, paid attack ads. Mm. OK, paid yeah. attack ads. So when Ben POS, that's what I want to know. <laughs> soon, soon. Yeah, All right. basically. Are you, are, you, are you happy, Tucson? Are you happy, bro? OK, look at uh, what you've done, Tucson and Skeef. Oh, man. Okay. Anyways, guys, if you agree with the scores, disagree, let us know down in the comment section. Make sure to subscribe to us on alternative video platforms like Rumble.com and our personal favorite, BitcoinTV.com. And of course, join our Telegram group and link us some dank, dank, dank Bitcoin memes to review. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily News. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch like the famous 3D printed Bitcoin art grenade opens up you put your favorite hardware wallet in there and the famous bitcoin honey badger comes in three different sizes really cool stuff only on cryptocloaks.com and you can take advantage of the link down below to get five percent off anything off the store cryptocloaks.com all right guys so you're not gonna see us for i go to panama tomorrow the the really not next tuesday but the tuesday after so we're really gonna take a 10-day break because of that i Corey had some really good takes that cover a lot of things that are uh, going on, and I want him to elaborate a little bit on that. So first one, um, we've been covering this tremendously, right? The attack on Bitcoin, whether it's from corporate media, whether it's from 
the environmentalists, you know, World Economic Forum, all of all of that stuff. Um, so, Corey, uh, here you say, take note, crypto advocates and lobbyists, you are not on the same team with Bitcoin. And you were, quote, tweeting uh, Jason Lowey, but the real attack on Bitcoin is ESG and proof of proof of stake altcoins. If you've been paying attention to this channel, if you've been on top of this, people are being taught that proof of work is unethical. So drawing attention to Bitcoin's clean carbon footprint is it? I Phil, what is that word? Siphon. Is that it? Siphon? Is that the word? Sisyphian? Sisyphian. There we go. Nico can't, am I right? Hashtag Nico can't read. Tass. No coiners will keep thinking proof of work is an unethical waste of energy until... Corey, what the fuck? Why did you pick that goddamn... Okay. No, it wasn't you. It was Jason. It wasn't you, Corey. You wouldn't do that to me. No coiners will keep thinking proof of work is an unethical waste of energy until they understand its function. Okay. So... So Sisyphus was the guy that was pushing the rock up the hill and it kept, oh, and it kept falling down. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Ah. So a Sisyphean task is one where you basically can never actually win because even if you get it to the top, it just rolls down the other side anyway. So, um, so yeah, that's what's going on there. Uh, I was just, I, I just thought that tweet in the thread was particularly well stated and it also just confirmed, you know, some things that I've been saying the last few days I've, uh, squabbed multiple times with, uh, folks from like coin center and the blockchain association uh, who claim that they always have Bitcoin's best interest in mind, but the incentives prove that that's just impossible. You could be the nicest, most Bitcoin pro fan ever, but if your funding comes from altcoin projects and altcoin VCs, which it does, uh, you're going to be nice to them by definition. And you're going to equivocate you know, like Niraj actually likes Bitcoin. He does. He really likes Bitcoin and he'll fight for Bitcoin. Like he and Jerry will write position papers if there's something like contra Bitcoin or whatever, but they also have to play this card of being nice to the, the altcoin people. And they have to say like, well, those people can argue if they want to, right? Like they have a right to lobby about, you know, their opinion. They think proof of work is bad. Who are we to say that they're not wrong? And I'm like, well, it's not true. So what are you talking about? Like, are you a person of integrity or have you completely sold your soul and will just like take the money? So I just don't buy it. I, did, I, I just think that it's, it's a good thing. Not that every one of these organizations is going to be perfect. The ones that just started up in the last year, the Bitcoin lobbying groups like Sat Center and, and the other two or three that are, that are up and running, but at least they're Bitcoin focused and Bitcoin only, and they're not going to have their message and their incentives diluted by these criminal scam artists that are paying for the crypto and blockchain association type lobbying organizations. Yeah. Um, and, I, and there's another tweet um, that kind of adds to this uh, because, again, guys, you know, part of the show is to kind of paint you, provide you value and entertainment almost every day. And we try to paint you a picture. And Corey, you put it in a much more elegant way. You know, I'm a little bit more hyperbolic, but I've been covering this as well, right? Shit coins need the state to survive. This is why Coinbase and ETH team up with the World Economic Forum. You say it in a much nicer way. Altcoin companies and VCs pay for the lives of the people who work for blockchain and crypto lobbying. Altcoins must uh, FUD Bitcoin to survive. Altcoins must seek to be controlled by banks and governments to survive. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, game theoretically, the only way an unregistered security that is centrally controlled can survive is to allow itself to be co-opted by the existing system because it can be attacked by the existing system. So it must seek to be co-opted. And that's why you see the Ethereum Foundation seek investment from government, seek investment from JP Morgan, like they're, they're consensus is trying to be taken over by these people and to partner with them and to essentially become part of the legacy financial system, which makes total sense because proof of stake is fiat, right? So why well, it's just more of the same. They're not inventing shit. In fact, the, the whole vector of what's going on there is that these DeFi crypto people hope for the tokenization of everything and for everything to be financialized, right? They want to take us from where we are today, which is, you know, the financial industry being, you know, 15 or 20% of GDP. And they want to take that up to like 50%. They want everything to be financialized. Everybody has to be a hedge fund trader. You're going to, you know, have a liquid market for literally everything in your life. 
And that's going to just be like, all you do all day is like trade instead of be productive. Right. But finance is, is zero sum by definition. It's, it's supposed to just be as cheaply as possible with as few resources as possible, uh, allocate capital to productive use and then make real things, not just rent seeking, you know, arbitrage basically, which is what trading is. It's, it's just arbitrage essentially. And historically until, until the early eighties, when we really started to financialize, uh, the financial sector was like three or 4% of GDP. That's the direction we want to go. We want to chop, Bitcoin will chop 80% out of the finance industry. That's what we want to see. We don't want to see this DeFi crypto vision of tokenize everything and financialize everything and all of these records having coins attached to them and all this bullshit and try to like triple the size of that, which is their dream. Like it's a, it's a dystopian fucking nightmare uh, is their dream. Absolutely. So. And, and, and in, to, to add to your point, Parker Lewis wrote a very good article on that topic specifically. It was called The Great Definancialization, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and he covers that specifically. I'll oh, put that in the link description. Anyways, check this out. Um, but I know what you guys are paying attention to. But what I'm paying attention to is the fact that Corey almost wore a suit. That's them. like a blazer, bro. And not for us. Just a t-shirt for... I'm just kidding. Uh, if he wore a suit, we would have made fun of him the entire time. So shout out to Corey. Uh, but personally, Corey, I'm definitely going to make the thumbnail about this. Um, I personally plan my company's finances and my family's finances with a 90% expectation that we'll see Bitcoin at $1 million by 2030. What made you... Why you know, so bearish? That's what you're supposed to say. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Listen, that doesn't mean that there's not like a 89% chance of 5 million. I'm just saying there's a 90% chance of 1 million. I'm trying to be reasonable for the, you know, there's a bunch of no coiners and, you know, soon to be coiners and normies on Hedgeye and Fundstrat and Bloomberg and stuff. So I'm like trying to be reasonable core. You know, not trying to come in like, like fucking putting on a blazer. And <laughs> Here comes like, Corey. Here comes trying Corey. to be kind of reasonable. Five you know? million. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even saying that all the crypto people are scammers. I'm saying like some of them are, are venture bets at best and, you know, scams at worst, things like that. You know what I mean. I'm dog whistling <laughs> you guys on these shows. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm glad because you could just be yourself because it's a Bitcoin show. But Corey, what made you come to that conclusion? What are you seeing that what are you seeing that we're not seeing? Um, I just I just want to add right when you were debunking plan B rightfully, I may I might add uh, mm-hmm. Phil and I got your back when that happened because uh, we knew he was full of shit. So, yep. you know, clearly and you have a finance background, of course. So, you know, what logic I'm much more of a stats and math background than I do like a, a hardcore finance background. Um, even yeah, better. Just, so there yeah. you go. Even better. It's just, it's just way back in there. So like, it's not enough to do new shit, but it's enough to call bullshit on bullshit. <laughs> Cause it's been 20 years, but like, I know when something is bullshit. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So two that now you gave me two questions. How do you know plan B was bullshit? How did you come to that? Oh my God, dude, honestly, I'm just like done with it. Okay. Moving on over it. Just honestly, you can look it up on Twitter. There you (laughs) go. Okay. Got my handle and S2F on Twitter. Uh, He's talked about it too much. He's burnt out. Bad energy. Corey, how did you get to that $1 million prediction, bro? Oh, uh, well, I consulted uh, on-chain analytics and I (laughs) I asked some teenagers about it. And, uh, and they told me from their vast experience how to read these charts. And, uh, and that's how I got to it. No, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the percentage gains law of large numbers means that these things should kind of diminish over time. I think that's kind of what we're seeing is like the, the and that's totally fine. Like it, it also just means the, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the returns are just kind of like more secure too, right? We've kind of like chopped off the left end of the distribution. That's only a 20 X from here. Uh, we're already up, you know, we went from like three K to 69 K or something like that in the peak to trough, uh, very recently. Right. We're hanging out just under 50 right now, eight years. Do I think we got a 20 X in us in eight years? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do think so. And I'm planning for it. 
for both my family's finances and my company's finances. Oh. Sat cent parity by the end of the decade. Um, and that's a, that's a much easier bar also when you're thinking about, uh, you know, in nominal dollars. I usually talk about this in terms of actual purchasing power. So that's actually my prognostication since 2020 or 2021. Uh, so thinking about it in uh, uninflated away dollars. Mm. Wow, that's, man, that's yeah. incredible. So you actually only probably need to hit like, six or 700 K, uh, in, in real dollars. Cause you'll be at a million nominally by the end of decade. So that man, that that's great, Corey. So I, I think all Bitcoiners, you know, I mean, I, you know, Phil quit his job. I've been full-time Bitcoin really for a couple of years now. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all putting our fucking hopes and dreams in the orange coin. I think we made a good bet. Um, Corey, I know a lot of people are going to take, they're going to interpret this, they're going to bite on this, especially people getting into Bitcoin, and that's usually who our show is for. When you mean... Swan.com. Yeah, we're going to shill it at the end. So no, 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 it's not swan.com. Swanbitcoin.com slash Bitcoin. Swan.com slash simply Bitcoin works too. That works too. Okay, yeah, bro. We're going to put it down. You're going you're to have a beautiful link down there scrolling through the screen. It's going to be yeah. above Corey's head. But um, can I can I get one of you guys to throw up the, the swan? There you go. By the way, Phil. you can only do it with one, only one arm. If you do two, it's cultural appropriation because that's the Q dog oh. thing. Ooh. Yeah. That's bad. You know. Okay, there you go. Phil, do it. Anyway, Phil, so you're only want to do one. Phil, we could touch that. our we could touch or our that. beaks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wait, am I touching your beak, Phil? <laughs> no, I'm I'm next to you, facing your way. No, no, no. But it, my screen's me. Okay, I okay, know, but mine's forward. the other way. Back on track. Back. <laughs> focus, focus, focus. It's about Bitcoin. Ugh, There's okay. a Will Smith joke in there somewhere. Uh, there it is. There's... <laughs> Okay, um, Corey, so you said diminishing returns. I know a lot of people are going to interpret that. They're like, I'm too late to Bitcoin. What would you say? To mm -mm. No, no, no. Because the like the risk reward is just so insanely good. I mean, it's going to I think it's just going to keep on charging up for centuries and it's never going to zero. And the, you know, the troughs are just I just don't think you're going to be seeing like 80, 85 percent drops ever again. Um, so I, I think we're kind of getting shedding ourselves of the illusion of cycle theory which was never real it was just one data point and i was always skeptical of that and you know my trader friends and investor friends from outside the space always insisted that it would be a random walk because we've got too many people in it it's too institutionalized really just bringing the cme into the market in 2018 was enough to guarantee that there would be enough you know sort of institutional money to sort of avoid you know, anything related to having effects or something like that. So I think we're just on a random walk up. It's still going to go way up. You're still going to get crazy euphoria over like, you know, two or three nations getting into it or, you know, six multinationals buying Bitcoin or some kind of crazy new tech innovation that, you know, makes layer three super dope in 2024 or 2029 or something like that. Like, not 2024, but 2029, maybe. Um, so there will be there will be God candles and there will be crashes and we'll get out over our skis and stuff like that. But I just don't think it's based on the calendar. I mean, there's just too many people with too many different uses for Bitcoin and ways to think about it, using it in their portfolios, using it for their business, like all these different ways and reasons that people have to buy at different times in different sizes. Like it's a proper market now. Is there still, and I get this question a lot, and I think it's a perfect question for you, Corey, is there still a 100x in Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. It's just going to take a while. It's going to take yeah. a while. But that's that's 5 million. That's what? That's uh, 5 million a coin. Yep. 100 trillion market cap. That's like 25% or 20, it's 20 to 25% of the market for which Bitcoin is the best tool for the job. Yep. Right. Bitcoin stores value better than anything else. That's 400 to 500 trillion dollars in purchasing power today. Um, you know, and so you're just saying, like, do you think it'll capture 20 or 25 percent of the market for which it's the best tool for the job? And then over what time frame is that going to happen? Yep. Man, you're making me bullish. All right, guys. Yep. So you guys know we've been telling you we're going to take a break. So we kind of have to get a little bit serious on the news. We covered this on Sunday um, to give you guys a quick refresher. Um, the EU, because of the AML and KYC regulation, 
essentially what they're going to what they're not going to ban self custody directly, but they'll make it incredibly difficult for for uh, companies to keep up a regulation. Um, and they're voting on that in the next 48 hours. Um, so it's it's uh, very scary stuff. You know, we, we're hearing, uh, you know, what, what I call framing, which unhosted wallets, self-hosted wallets, uh, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. There is no difference in Bitcoin. But again, you know, from the old world, uh, why are they doing this? Uh, you know, the same reason that the environmentalists are attacking Bitcoin. For the first time in human history, people have a chance to save in money that can't be debased, you know, and that's the reality that takes power away from governments to be able to manipulate their population through monetary policy, and they feel threatened, right? Uh, So they're using, you know, the regulatory moats that they've used to, you know, kill all uh, competitions to the banks for I don't know how long. Uh, and it looks like they're trying to kill one of the best features in in Bitcoin, which is self custody. I know Swan is a huge advocate of that. So um, I, I don't know. You know, the U.S. is a little bit different because of how it's structured. Uh, the individual states have a lot of sovereignty. Uh, Texas has a lot of skin in the game. So does Wyoming. So I don't know if that would come to the states, but um, it's definitely very very scary stuff. Uh, the fact that. You know, self-custody through KYC exchanges in Europe could potentially be banned. Now, you know, before you start panicking, right, we've known in countries like Nigeria, countries like China, right, what happens when they ban Bitcoin? It just pushes it underground and you have a rise in those countries in volume of peer-to-peer transactions. I suspect the same thing will happen in Europe. But, uh, Corey, from your position, how do you feel about this? I think it's absolutely disgusting. You're on mute. Well, I mean, I, I can be on mute because I was just going to repeat what Nico said. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gross. It's uh, I mean, KYC AML is stupid in the first place. It just ends up in these these honey pots that just make it super easy to target people. It's so easy to hack those things when you aggregate all that information in one place over and over and over again. You see that um, it's just massive government overreach. But what else do you expect? Like Europe has just been kind of like charging into irrelevance because of too much bureaucracy for so, so long. Um, I don't see that coming to the U.S. I really hope that it doesn't. I feel like there will be enough challenges and enough people, you know, across the political spectrum that still care about freedom uh, and property and privacy enough to get in the way of something like that. So even if you saw something like an executive order, I feel like it would just get repealed as soon as you had like a new friendly administration, something like that. Um, so I think I think the combination of Bitcoin being so well aligned with kind of founding American ideals and uh, still having enough, um, enough power with elected officials versus the sort of career bureaucracy. Like it's bad here. It's way worse in Europe. Like the unelected career bureaucrats have way more power over there than they do here. Um, So I think we should be able to avoid it. I've seen screenshots of it, like what it looks like on some of these exchanges. Cause I think uh, maybe Switzerland passed some kind of law. I want to say it was Switzerland, but yeah, it's, it's ugly, man. You know, certifying that you own the address and, you know, giving over your information and your idea and stuff to a blockchain address, like so nasty and counter to the whole point of this thing. Yeah. And, and you know, and a lot of people are, you know, because we see it and Gladstein has an excellent book where he talks about the financial privilege aspect. What we don't understand, right, is that this KYC AML system essentially has deemed half the world unbankable because of the place they happen to be born in. Right. So when you advocate for that type of system, you're advocating for a system of exclusion. Right. And, you know, look at the consequences. Look at Afghanistan. Look at Venezuela, where, you know, I'm from. Like, you know, people literally don't have access to the financial system or to receiving money from overseas because they happen to be born in the wrong country. And the only thing that still does not care is Bitcoin, right? And I know a lot of people are using stable coins, but they're getting a false sense of security in those stable coins because they're centralized. We know that Tether freezes addresses, right? If, you know, the government bureaucrats knocks on their door. So yeah, man, it's it's a, it's a very scary time, but I'm, I, I'm optimistic on America as well as you are, Corey. So let's see how this plays out. Phil, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, 
Uh, just that I echo the same sentiments as you guys. You know, I mean, having grown up in Canada and, you know, understanding that, you know, Europe, like Canada, uh, much more socially, you know, socially minded, socially, so to speak, run. Um, as a result, I, I think that people over there are much less inclined towards the quote unquote freedom technologies, right? Um, and I think that that's something that we still have, you know, we still have that spirit that's vibrant in, in, in you know, in the United States, which, you know, to a certain extent, yes, has definitely, you know, taken a, a hit, you know, let's say over the, the last few years, you know, or maybe even decades, so to speak. But at the same time, where else are you going to find that freedom? There are pockets of freedom and they are here. Um, so, you know what? I think that even though the EU may end up doing something like this. It's like you said, you're going to see the peer-to-peer -peer markets just go through the roof and you're just going to see people circumventing this because all it's going to do is show everyone in plain sight, hey, okay, we are trying to pull the wool over your eyes and this is, and this is the real thing right here, Bitcoin, and we want to make sure you don't get to it. And all it's going to do is help sell our point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, Phil, there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Software releases brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out. CypherSafe.io. Look, storing your seed on paper is just completely reckless. Store your seed in the safest place possible. The Cypher wheel or the all new Cypher grid. They both come with a tamper resistant wire, but the grid comes with a punch tool. All right, we've got Mercury Wallet version 0.6.5 that was released. It's down below in the show notes. Guys, don't forget to check us out. We release our episodes on audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And if you want to stream us some sats, fountain.fm. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, before we go, I'm going to give a very special shout-out to our hoodie sponsor, RepHard.com. Represent LTD. You can take advantage of the link down below to get 10% off anything off the RepresentLTD.com score. I also want to give a very special shout-out to the legendary Corey Clipston. Swan. I got, a, I got a quick announcement, by the way, Woo. since you brought up uh, Fountain. You will very soon be able to purchase sats through your bank account straight to your lightning wallet inside of fountain using swan there you go wow nice bullish yes. bullish so you guys can Very follow bullish. Corey uh at Corey clipston on twitter definitely go check out swan.com slash simply bitcoin sign up today for one of the best places to buy the corn guys that was our show if you enjoyed the show and you want to do smash that like button of course, if you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the plebe pleb perspective and the catastrophic fails that make everyone feel uncomfortable, definitely subscribe to Simply Bitcoin and we'll see you tomorrow, guys. No, we will not see you tomorrow. We will see you in 10 days because we're taking a break. This is the longest break you guys are going to have to endure, but we'll post, we'll try to post clips and we'll post stuff from the conference as well. And things. Yeah, so Avita Zane. Bye, guys. Say bye, Phil. They're not going to see us for a while. All right, so here's the quote. To quote our most excellent, awesome guest, do I think there's a 20x in Bitcoin in the next eight years? I'm planning my family's future around it.